Quiet, please. Quiet, please. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight is called Kill Me Again. say I'd sell my soul for this, that, or the other. Not very many people really mean it when they say it. Unfortunately, I did. And I found a buyer. No, nothing very exciting. No crashes of thunder, no red fire. Now, the doorbell just rang, and when I opened the door, there was a worried little-looking man standing there. I said, well? I I understand you have some uh, property for sale, Mr. Davis. Uh, who are you? Yeah, I, I, I'm Mr. Hellman, Mr. Davis. Uh, may I come in? Mr. Hellman came in. Mr. Hellman sat down nervously. Mr. Hellman didn't have much time, it appeared, but Mr. Hellman had the million dollars in currency that I had named as my price for my soul. And he also had a bill of sale, neatly typed in triplicate. No, it didn't seem odd at all. That's why I suggest you never mention aloud that you'd be willing to dispose of your own immortal soul for this, that, or the other thing. Well, Mr. Hellman gets around. And he's a mighty sharp businessman for all his apparent nervousness. So Mr. Hellman got up and went to the door. Well, uh, good night, Mr. Davis. It's a pleasure to do business with you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Hellman. I'll be seeing you uh, soon, then. Hey, close the door, Mr. Hellman. But Mr. Hellman had gone on out, and me with a million dollars in currency, well, I... I hopped to the door to close it fast. Uh, not fast enough, though. Well, there were two men there with revolvers. I didn't get a chance to say a word. They both fired. And I saw them run down the hallway with my beautiful new million dollars. I tried to yell, but well, I couldn't. And I turned around. There I was, lying on the floor, all bloody. And Mr. Hellman spoke to my ear. Well, I guess you can come along now, Mr. Davis. I kept my bargain... Now you keep yours. So that's how come I was sitting a little while later in a little dark room with Mr. Hellman. There wasn't much light in there. What light there was seemed to come from way up high near the ceiling and sort of flickered, uh, like the light that comes from a fireplace. Mr. Hellman was sitting at a desk looking at me, and his eyes seemed to dart all around the room, but, well, maybe that was from the flickering light. He didn't say anything for a long while. He just sat there and bit his fingernails. And then he spoke. Well, uh, well, 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 Mr. Davis... This is a dirty trick you pulled on me. The contract didn't say anything about your, your keeping the money, Mr. Davis. Oh, yes, but I assume... Now, now, I... now, now, Mr. Davis, you, you must never assume things when there's a written contract. You, you should have read it. Well, I hadn't any idea you were going to pull this kind of a trick. Most people who deal with me haven't. Well, I won't stand for it. You won't? No, I won't. You can't do anything about it. Well, that contract wouldn't hold up in a court of law. What court of law? Well, I... Now, now, come, 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 Mr. Davis. You're going to be here a long, long time, and you might just as well get used to doing as I say. Well, uh, what do I have to do then? 
Yes, well, now, I, I, I must confess, I, I acted rather hastily in your case. Uh, you mean you're going to let me out of here, then? Oh, my, no. No, no, no. But I haven't done anything. No, that's what's got me puzzled, Mr. Davis. Uh, my, 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 my. Why don't I think? Think what? Uh, well, I, I may as well confess. Uh, you, you see, most of the people who, who make an uh, arrangement with me uh, about their souls, as you did, uh, are due to come here anyway, uh, eventually. I don't get it. I mean, they've already committed a crime or a sin or whatever you like, enough to qualify them for our uh, little institution. And so the transaction really doesn't mean anything except to uh, expedite their arrival. Do you see? You mean you cheat them. You jip them. Oh, come, come now, Mr. Davis. Business is business. Uh, I suppose so. Uh, but what's that got to do with me? A great deal, Mr. Davis. Your soul belongs to me, according to the terms of our contract, you see. But uh, you haven't committed any sins, according to my records. So you're in a very strange position. I don't get it. Why, you see, you're a regular inmate now, Mr. Davis, but I can't send you out to the uh, fire department or or any of the other departments like uh, the rest of our uh, guests because you're you're not qualified. It's, yes, it's, it's very, very distressing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it must be. Yes, it's very, very, very distressing. I, I am really ashamed of myself. I feel... Awful sorry for you, Mr. Hellman. Dear me, I, I've been running this place for so long, and I, I've never had a slip-up before. Believe me, if if this gets around... Uh, Mr. Davis, uh, promise me one thing. What? Uh, promise me you'll never say a word about this to anybody around here. Well, uh, that... Depends on how I'm treated, Mr. Hellman. Oh, dear, I knew you'd take advantage of me. Well, I'm a businessman, too, Mr. Hellman. Oh, dear, dear. Oh, dear, uh, dear. You said that you never had a slip-up before? Never. Never never once. Never once in ever so many years. Never, never once. Well, how about Dante? He was down here. Dante. Dante. Oh, Oh, you, you mean that Italian fellow with the long robe? Or a wreath of leaves on his head. Oh, yes, yes, I remember him. I remember him quite well. This place was a mess for weeks after he was here. Well, you let him out. I had to. He was a visitor, you see. He was alive. I see. And you... you know what that man did? He wrote a book about this place. And what that book did to business. Why, do you know business fell off 13% the very first year? That's awful, Mr. Helm. You have no idea what I went through. Uh... I, uh, am a writer, too. Uh, Mr. Davis, uh, uh, allow me to call your attention to the fact that I have a very special department in this place for writers. Oh? A very, uh, very special department. Yes, re remind me to show you someday the lovely little apartment in there that I fixed up especially for... Mr. Dante. Well, isn't he here? That sissy, he didn't have the basic ordinary human decency to afford me an opportunity to welcome him back. Not Mr. Dante. He lived an exemplary life and died full of virtue, the coward. Well, well, well. Yes, yes, but that doesn't uh, solve my problem with you. <laughs> I can wait, Mr. Hellman. Yes, well, uh, 
Doubtless I'll find something for you to do, Mr. Davis. And in the meantime, just feel free to go anywhere. I'll let you know when I want you. Uh, you won't let me off, then? Oh, dear, no, 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 Mr. Davis. Dear, no. Business is business. The same here as everywhere else. Yes, it's the very devil, isn't it, Mr. Davis? <laughs> yes. Well, bye-bye. Uh, I'll see you later, and uh, don't get into any mischief. Well, I felt quite perky as I wandered around Mr. Hellman's remarkable institution. Well, who wouldn't? Well, I'd had a pretty tough time on Earth. There, there were plenty of times when I'd wondered where the next meal was coming from. Well, I had had a million dollars, even if it was for only a few minutes, and there aren't very many people in the world who can say that. Then now, here I was, a non-paying, permanent guest, and Mr. Hellman himself admitted he couldn't do anything about it. Just that alone was enough to make me feel pretty smart and yeah, pretty smug. Especially when I'd catch Mr. Hellman's expression occasionally out of the corner of an eye. You know, Mr. Hellman's a very hard person to outwit. Well, people have been trying to do it ever since, uh, well, ever since... And now look who did it. Little old Joe Davis, the guy that never had a nickel. The guy that sold his soul and made a profit on it. <laughs> well, uh, I was smart to do my laughing early. Oh, Mr. Hellman's ingenious. When I think of some of the things he had people doing. My, oh, my. Well, I'd seen enough of the place to decide that I was a very, very lucky fella. Also, to wish I'd never made this deal. So I can say definitely that I wasn't happy. Mr. Hellman saw that, too. And he talked to me about it. Uh, Mr. Davis, you're not happy. No, I'm not, Mr. Hellman. Well, I'm not either. Uh, yes, but you can do something about it. I can. You're a disturbing influence here. Well, I can't help that. You brought me here. You're ruining the morale here. Oh. Well, you keep telling my staff members how you outsmarted me on this deal. <laughs> no, I don't. I tell them how you outsmarted yourself. Well, I want you to stop it. Uh, Mr. Hellman, I'm an unwilling guest here, you know. Don't I know it? Well, why don't you do something about it? I want you to stop carrying tales about me or... Or what, Mr. Hellman? Uh, Mr. Davis... You want to get out of here, don't you? I certainly do. Now, Mr. Davis, if I uh, let you out of here, would would you stop being mean to me? Oh, oh. <laughs> trying to bribe me, huh? Yes, I am, Mr. Davis, on a purely business basis, if you understand. Okay. <laughs> okay, what's the basis? Well, of course, I should expect something in return. Well, I said I wouldn't talk about you if you'd let me out. Uh, you'll have to do a little better than that. Well, uh, anything within reason. Good. And uh, now, uh, see here, I uh, do have a contract with you, don't I? As if I'd forget that. Yes, quite. Quite. We, we mustn't forget it. Uh, now, Mr. Davis, uh, tell me, have you ever considered murder? Murder? Exactly. No, I've never considered murder, Mr. Hellman. And if you think you're going to suck me into committing a crime so you can put me out there with the other boys and girls... Uh... <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Hellman, really, I... I did think you were smarter than that. <laughs> Why, even after the way you messed up this other deal between Now, don't rub it in, Mr. Well, Davis. I mean... You see, I could give you leads. 
All you'd have to do is appear on Earth and, and sort of uh, uh, stick around, uh, giving these various people an, an opportunity to, to murder you. And, and then, well, you see, they, they automatically qualify for a place here. No, I got murdered once, thank you. You're quite welcome, I'm sure. Now, what, what about it? Solves both our problems, doesn't it? Well, what happens after I get murdered? Oh, you come back here until I have another assignment for you. I come back here? Of course. I want this to be a home for you, Mr. Davis. No. Uh, you have a, a very nice comfortable apartment, Mr. Davis, and no work whatever to do, you know. Yeah, I don't like it, though. Why, Mr. Davis, you might have to give up your comfortable apartment, you know, if you're not cooperative. Oh, <laughs> threatening me, huh? Oh, no, 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 but, but the shortage, you know. You'd kick me out in the cold. Oh, not the cold, dear, dear, no, Mr. Davis, not the cold. Yeah, I don't like it. Mr. Davis, uh, do you remember what uh, strawberry shortcake tastes like? Oh, God. Uh, do you remember the, the blue sky with white fleecy clouds floating in it on, on a summer afternoon? Green grass, trees. Re remember the sound of dogs barking at night? Going swimming in the ocean. And snow, beautiful white snow. Rain, lovely, lovely cool rain at the end of a hot August day. A new suit of clothes. Apple pie. Listening to music with a beautiful girl by your Going side. fishing at Tomahawk Lake. Radio, movie. Oh, oh my, I, I shouldn't have said that. A cold glass of beer. What do you say, Mr. Davis? Mr. Hellman, you've sold a bill of goods. Just sign here, Mr. Davis. <laughs> Mr. Davis, you're back so quick. Why, darn it, I never had a chance. Is this the kind of a deal you made with me? I'm done, Hellman. Oh, Mr. Davis, but you did beautifully. I just opened the door and the guy plugged me. I know. He, he was much hastier than I expected. Oh, I didn't get a chance to do a thing. Just bang, bang, that's all. And I'm saying hello, Mr. Hellman. Yes, that, that, that's too bad. Mr. Well, I haven't been gone 15 minutes. Well, you got excellent results. He'll be down here before you know it. And you and he will have a good many laughs over it yes. before I give him his assignment. Yes. Well, now, shall we try again, Mr. Davis? We shall not. Oh, but, Mr. Davis, I'm afraid you'll have to. What? Why? You signed an agreement, Mr. Davis. My, 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 will you never learn to read things before you sign Well, this time it wasn't so bad. Uh, for a while. Well, I was smart. I never went near the fellow for two months. And I lived like a king. I will say this, Mr. Hellman, uh, he's generous with an expense account. Of course, some people say that all the money there is belongs to him, but, uh, well, they're willing to take it regardless. Mr. Hellman was all right about it. He, he didn't rush me. And I'd begun to wonder how long I could get away with it. Well, I say I had a lot of money. I went a lot of places, putting this thing off as long as I could. And I was having fun. I got ideas. Well, you see, I'd met this girl. Oh, sure, a girl comes into any story sooner or later. I never had a girl in my previous life before Mr. Hellman, so I, I was nuts about this one. I remember I got very sentimental with her. Kind of forgot, I guess. It was a beautiful night with a million stars. We'd been dancing on an outdoor terrace. 
I really did forget who I was. Sure is a beautiful night, isn't it? The stars. I just reach up and touch them. Make you feel romantic? Kind of. Me too. Let's stay out here a while. Uh, I was hoping you'd say that. You were? Why? Don't you know? Because mm, it's cool? No. Because you're tired of dancing? No. Why? You. Me? Yes. I love you. Oh, now, look. Don't be ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not. I love you. Oh, listen, dear. I love Listen, I said. Well? Look, you're nice to be around with and you spend your money and you take me places and I have kind of fun with you. But that's as far as it goes. Well, no, no, I... no, no, skip it. Well, I tell Why you... Why do that... you have to be so serious? Don't spoil everything. But I thought that I we... know what you thought. You thought I was falling for you. Well, I'm not. Darling, I want to marry you. Marry you? Why, you old fool. <laughs> marry you. Darling. Nolly, please listen to me. Look, Pops, I don't want to be mean to you, but after all, you're old enough to be my father. And I don't want to hear any more about it. Now, do you want to go back in and dance? Or do you want to get me a taxi and let me go home? And as she stood there laughing at me, I, I thought I heard someone else laughing, and it sounded like Mr. Helmer. <laughs> you're wasting time, Mr. Davis. Better get to work, hadn't you? So I went to see my prospect. And it wasn't very hard feeling the way I did. I'm old enough to be her father, am I? And it wasn't very difficult to taunt him into drawing a revolver. So I got murdered for the third time, and Mr. Hellman had a new inmate, and yeah, it didn't hurt very much after all. And I... Well, I wondered how that girl felt about it. Well, I had a nice apartment down there in Mr. Hellman's place, but I didn't get much time to use it. That's one thing you want to remember about making a bargain with Mr. Hellman. Well, the bargain part of it is always on his side. I brought in 26 new customers, and... Well, then I thought it was time for a vacation. Well, after all... Well, you try getting murdered 26 times. Oh, it wears you out. I had scars all over me. So I spoke to Mr. Hellman. Mr. Hellman, I said, I need a vacation. I've been working awful hard, Mr. Hellman, and I'm worn out. Why, well, Mr. Hellman, I said, I've got so there isn't any place left to shoot me without going through an old bullet hole. Why, well, I, I, I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Davis, but a bargain is a bargain. But look, I tell you, I... Sorry, Mr. Davis, but business is business. You cost me a million dollars. But I never got a cent of it. I'm sure you realize that that's not my fault, Mr. Davis. Are you sure about that, Mr. Hellman? I, I don't care to discuss it, Mr. Davis. Now, here is another very good prospect that I want you to see just as soon as possible. Well, I won't do it. Mr. Davis, must I take steps... Now, about this black market chap. Well, uh, I hadn't had any rest for so long. I was so fed up with this Mr. Hellman and the job he forced me into. I said to myself, I'm going to double-cross you, Mr. Hellman. I'm going to get some rest somehow. Somehow. So I walked into this black market office. 
He seemed to be a rather nice fellow. How do you do, young man? What can I do for you? I don't want anything. An automobile? No, thanks. Or a washing machine? <laughs> now, what can I do with a washing machine? Uh, change a thousand dollar bill for you? No. Well, uh, an apartment, maybe. An apartment? Say, that I could use. It's a deal, sir. Just look at this. Four rooms. Bath newly decorated, daily maid service, modern kitchen. Finest apartment in the city. How about it? How much? Strictly saving price, sir. Long-term lease. I'll take it. But, uh... <clears throat> yes? You'll have to buy the drapers in the apartment. Oh, that's all right. Uh, how much? Oh, that'll be, uh... Let me see. $10,000. I was standing over him with a smoke still wreathing its way upward out of my revolver, and he was as dead as a doornail on the thick green rug. The door opened... And I turned around. Well, 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 Mr. Davis. Hellman. Mr. Hellman Davis. Well, now you have been and gone and done it, haven't you? Did you hear what he was trying to sell me? Mr. Davis, I hope you realize that your days as a guest in my institution are over. You mean... You mean I don't have to go back now? My, he certainly is dead. You're a very good shot, Mr. Davis. Well, he made me so mad that I... Yes, indeed. Uh, what were you saying about not having to come back? Oh, uh, uh, did you mean I, I, I don't have to come back now, Mr. Hellman? Why, Mr. Davis. What? Why, Mr. Davis, D don't you see what you've done? I, I knew eventually you'd do something like this. Temper, temper, Mr. Davis. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why, Mr. Davis, I, I, I knew someday you'd commit a crime, commit a sin, Mr. Davis. Why, certainly you're coming back, Mr. Davis, after the law gets through with you. Mr. Hellman, listen, uh, listen, sir. I'm afraid you're never going to be a businessman, Mr. Davis. I have such interesting things for you to do the next couple of million years. Who's that? Why, uh, that, Mr. Davis, I suspect is the uh, officers come to take you to jail, where they will eventually send you back to me. No. No! I'll be seeing you, Mr. Davis. Kill me again. Kill me again. <laughs> Listen to Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper. Mr. Davis, the man who spoke to you, was Ernest Chappell. And Mr. Hellman was played by James Monks. The girl was played by Peggy Stanley. And the black marketeer was Pat O'Malley. Music for Quiet, Please is composed and played by Gene Carrasso. Now for a word about next week's Quiet, Please, here is our writer-director, Willis Cooper. Next week's story is a simple story of a man and a woman who loved each other and what happened to them. It's called In Memory of Bernadine. And so, until next week at this same time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chappell.
Quiet Please came to you from New York. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.